from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. Former President Donald Trump and 18 allies have been indicted in Georgia over efforts to overturn his 2020 election loss in that state. The criminal case announced yesterday is the fourth brought against the ex-president and the second this month to allege that he tried to subvert the results of the vote. The indictment details dozens of acts by Trump and his allies to undo his defeat in the battleground state. A couple of prominent Republican politicians from Ohio are reacting. Here's ONN's Kevin Landers. The most outspoken politicians on the Trump indictment came from J.D. Vance and Jim Jordan. Jordan took to X, formerly known as Twitter, saying, quote, today's indictment is just the latest political attack in the Democrats' witch hunt against President Trump. He did nothing wrong. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance questioned why charges against Trump appeared on the Fulton County District Attorney's website before they were made public. The DA's office called the page inaccurate and a fictitious document after it was removed from the website. I'm Kevin Landers. A verdict was reached in the Mackenzie Sherilla murder trial in suburban Cleveland. Stephanie Haney reports. The judge in the case announced the Strongville teen is guilty of murder following a car crash that killed her boyfriend, 20-year-old Dominic Russo, and his friend, 19-year-old Davian Flanagan. The court, having had count one tried to it pursuant to waiver, finds the defendant, Mackenzie Sherilla, guilty of murder to wit Dominic Russo in violation of a Harry Vice Code section 2903, Prosecutors say Shirella was driving her Toyota Camry around 100 miles per hour when they say she purposely crashed into a building. During testimony, an expert testified that the car's gas pedal was pushed all the way to the floor and she never hit the brake in the moments before the crash. Sentencing will be August 21st. There's a disturbing case in suburban Toledo involving a 24-year-old man. Melissa Andrews has that story. An Oregon man is facing charges that he starved multiple cats and dogs in his home. Michael Berkey was arrested over the weekend and appeared in court. According to court documents, he did not provide food or water to the animals in his home. During their investigation, officers say they found a decaying dead cat inside the house. Berkey pleaded not guilty to animal cruelty. No word when he'll be back in court. I'm Melissa Andrews. A federal workplace safety investigation reveals that required safety procedures for protecting workers from potential explosions were not followed by the I. Schumann & Company in the Cleveland suburb of Bedford. Officials say the explosion in February happened after water leaked onto molten metal inside a furnace causing a steam explosion. One person was killed, several others injured. OSHA cited the company for six serious violations and proposed more than $62,000 in fines. The metal plant remains closed. More information is out in Geauga County about allegations against a 29-year-old suburban Cleveland police officer. Laura Queso has details. A 911 call from a parent of the teenager believed to be bringing allegations forward, saying she was assaulted by Chester Township police officer Nick Iacampo. He, he uh, has been uh, messing around with my 15-year-old daughter. He was just caught by, by our neighbor and my, my son. While, okay. While he's while he's on duty, they caught him making out with her. He had her pinned up against the the police cruiser. He went on to say he had text messages to corroborate the two were in communication. Iacampo is facing a felony sexual battery charge and right now is on paid administrative leave, pending an investigation. I'm Laura Queso. Every couple of months in Northwest Ohio, a food pantry in Seneca County is undertaking a big effort to help those in need. John Monk reports. 
Volunteers spent Monday morning filling car trunks with essential food from the West Ohio Food Bank. This food distribution event was hosted by local Pantry Plus of Seneca County. At their last distribution in June, volunteers handed out food to 758 people. Organizers say the turnout shows the true scale of how many people are still living with food insecurity. The volunteer workforce at this food distribution were multiple sports teams from Fostoria and neighboring school districts. Just help Helping volunteer in the community is always important and just doing your fair share. Because we're in a group called Students for Change. We want to show an impact on the community and this is like actually doing something. It just shows that Fostoria genuinely has like a good purpose and it's not as bad as people make it seem. We're out here doing good, not bad. I'm John Monk reporting from Fostoria. Car thefts continue to plague Cleveland. Here's Bree Buckley. Car thefts in Cleveland have doubled so far this year compared to the same time frame last year, according to data from the Cuyahoga County Prosecutor's Office. Cleveland.com crime reporter John Tucker digging into the issue. The last six months, we had 3,000 car thefts in Cleveland. That's like 16 or 17 a day. From January to June this year, 2,937 cars were stolen. In 2022, there were 1,479 for the same months in Cleveland. Bree Buckley. A new study at Ohio State University is showing a promising treatment for alcoholism. Researchers say gene therapy might offer a one-time sustained treatment for patients with serious alcohol addiction. One of the authors of the study, Dr. Christoph Bankowitz, says the benefits may go beyond that. It appears to be having a very significant effects on all kinds of addictions, including obesity. If we are able to replicate what we've done safely in patients with other disorders. Researchers say they hope to spend a couple more years on follow-up studies. Georgia begins its drive for an unprecedented college football championship three-peat as the number one team in the Associated Press preseason top 25. The Bulldogs received 60 of 63 first-place votes to easily outpoint number two, Michigan. The Wolverines received two first-place votes. Ohio State is number three with one first-place vote. Two more Southeastern Conference teams join Georgia in the top five, Alabama at number four. That's the Crimson Tide's lowest preseason ranking since 2009, and LSU starts at fifth. Rounding out the top ten are USC, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, and Washington. Notre Dame is 13th, Oregon 15th, Wisconsin 19th, and Iowa is 25th. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.